challenge of giving a speech is to figure out how to make it all kind of come together and still be interesting and engaging. And if you ever struggle with that, you know that it's not always easy. It seems easy. And everything goes along okay. And you start thinking, hmm, isn't quite hanging together the way I thought it would. It's not quite gelling. And I don't know why. Have you ever had that feeling of things just not gelling and coming together? It's because you're doing something wrong. And it's possible to even write your speech and create the whole thing and put it all together and give it in front of an audience and sort of discover that it's not flowing. And that's just a horrible feeling. You ever been there in front of an audience and thought, well, geez, it seemed like a good idea, but it's not really working now that I get up there. It's not really engaging. I don't know, don't know what went wrong, but something clearly isn't happening. That's a common problem. And a big problem. Something you want to think about beforehand. How do you exactly put everything together in a way that, that it's going to work? You might be thinking, well, Tim, is there any real one way to put it together? I mean, there's so many different possibilities. How do you put all this stuff together? Is there any real method to it? And the answer is, there is a method. There's a way to put everything together in such a way that it's going to engage, interest, and attract your audience. Problem is, is if you don't get it quite in the right order, you don't get it quite the right way, then things start falling apart. Maybe the speech seems okay, but it doesn't hold together. It doesn't hold water, and your audience knows it. Your audience starts thinking, no, no, but this is not really working for me. Have you ever been on stage and seen the whole audience kind of gradually realize it's just not working for them? You know that nervousness, that freakishness you can feel, and things start to fall apart. But it doesn't need to be that way. It's all about understanding from the very beginning how to put things together. And the more you understand about how to put things together, the more you can start creating things on the fly. Once you understand where things fit, why they fit the way they do, and why one thing follows the next follows the next, then you get a whole new confidence about being able to speak, and a whole new certainty about what being able to say, about what you're able to say. Because once you have the process in mind, then it's just a matter of figuring out the right details to fit in there. And that's frankly not as big a deal. That's the small stuff. Then it becomes just a matter of editing. But it's the creation part, 
the big part. How do you get the whole thing together as a whole? That's the challenge. Get that done, the little editing afterwards. Okay, change a word here, change a word there, that's fine. No big deal. What is the right way to get the whole thing together? Where do you start? Where do you go? How do you finish? These are the big questions. Unfortunately, there are some very easy answers. Answers once you know and once you understand make it possible to create speeches on the fly. Just by putting things together in the right order. It's so easy once you know how. So, let's take the beginning of the speech. When you start out. What's the right thing to talk about? A lot of speakers start out and they just want to kind of talk about things going on. Hey, here's my life today, here's what's happening, here's how the things are going. Pretty big, and then, well, I had this challenge, and I thought I had this thing, and I sort of found a solution, and I kind of did, and I had this other challenge, and this came out, and... Have you ever heard a speech like that? You know, it tends to be kind of all over the place. You're trying to follow along, you're thinking, there's something happened here, and then something changed, and maybe he's talking about the previous time where, and you get lost. If you ever given a speech like that, maybe you do get lost. Maybe you're jumping around so much and all these different how, now, then, when, whatever, you just, you just lose it, and you're like, okay, where was I? Um, I remember, don't worry, I remember. Did I get at the part where I did, uh, pretty soon you're doing a Steve Martin routine and you're, you're not really going out there and connecting with your audience. Your audience is thinking, does this guy really know what they're talking about? Does this gal really know what she's doing up there? And you don't want your audience to start thinking that. So big issues, what do you begin with first? What's the first thing you really should focus on in your speech? And why? Why is that so important? Because you get the wrong thing focused on your speech, as you know, you get down that path and pretty soon things just start to kind of fall apart. You get up there and you think, okay, well, I'll try this and I'll try that and I'll go here and go there. And it seems interesting to jump around. Okay, here's the future, here's the past, here's what's going on there, here's what's going on then, here's what's going on the other times, here's how, here's where, here's why. But it becomes just kind of a mishmash. Because it becomes very apparent to the audience, you don't know where to begin. You don't know where to go. So you're just trying to go everywhere. And going everywhere, not going to get you through. It's just not going to work. It's all fall apart. Sometimes it's mentioned right in front of your eyes. You're like, Oh, there goes my speech all kind of crumbling down. Horrible feeling. Not something you want. So what do you do? Where do you start? The answer is, you start with then. Then. In other words, go back to where things were. Now it's tempting to start right now because, hey, you're, you're right here. Hey, fine. 
Do you want to start with the way things were before? Because after all, any speech is all about a transformation. Ideally, in a speech, you go through a speech and you become transformed and you learn something and that transforms your audience. So you've got to begin with where things were and the problems you were having. If you've got a speech where you aren't having any problems, find some problems. Because the speech where you start saying, well, everything is great with me. I mean, I don't know what's going on in your life, but my life is wonderful up here. Boy. Pity you aren't me. I have always had a good life. It's been perfect all the way through. Bar with a silver spoon in my mouth. What can I say? I'm just a fantabulous person. That may feel great on stage to say, but your audience are thinking, man, what a stuck-up jerk. You don't want that to happen. So start out with then and the problems you're having. Make sure there's some sort of problem, some sort of situation going on. It's all about what happened then. All about what happened in the past. And you can kind of connect with the audience, make it relevant to your audience, your audience's situation. But make sure you start with where things were before something happened. Way before. And the problems you had, the difficulties you have, and the way you just kind of Kept on kind of failing and trying and failing and trying and trying and failing and back and forth until it just, just didn't work out at all. Once you get that done, then you're ready for the second part. Okay. You've now talked about then. You talk about the way things were. How things happened. You're creating your speech or even giving your speech. You talk about the problems you had, the situations, your difficult upbringing, your difficult early life, the strange way you were thinking, the challenges you had, the frustrations you had, whatever it was that just didn't go right in your life. Places where everything just kind of fell apart. The then. And make that then powerful, full of conflicts, full of difficulties. That's the magic of then. And that's the first thing you want to hit with your eyes with. Oh, I had so many problems then. Okay, great. You set up the then. So what do you do now? Where do you go? Well, there's all sorts of different places you can go now. But there's really only one to get you where you want to be. See, once the speakers start laying out then and how things go, they start kind of then jumping around. Sometimes they want to jump to the solutions, sometimes they want to jump to the past, sometimes they want to jump to furthermore, it's just, just where do you go? And then it's like, okay, there were all these problems and sort of solved, didn't solve, and maybe could have solved, and sort of. And they just kind of get stuck in the then and the problems and all the problems. The thing about it is it's easy to have happen. If you start talking about all the problems and all the difficulties you had in your life, if you're still having those difficulties, you're giving a speech where you still have all these problems and all oh, things are bad and really, they're still bad and everything's kind of bad and it's just kind of not working out and kind of hoping for things to get better. Well, that's not going to work. See, what that means is you're using your speech as a kind of a psychological tool. They're just kind of confessing in front of everybody. Hey, here's my messed up life. Let me talk about it for 15 hours. Or for... 20 minutes or half an hour, but it may feel like 15 hours to your audience to say, okay, we get it. You're really, really messed up. Sucks to be you. 
That's when you get what I call a sucks to be you speech. Well, the whole audience thinks, yeah, mm -hmm. really sucks to be you, I agree. Horrible, awful, too bad that you're you. And that's not good. Sometimes you give a speech with a lot of conflicts, a lot of problems, and then the audience says, oh man, this is so difficult. And they bring up the present moment, and I'm still having those problems today. The audience feels a little bit cheated, because like, they're having problems too. And if you're just going to talk back and forth about problems, you might as well bring the audience on stage and they can talk about their problems. There's nothing else going on, but just problems. So that's where the second part of the speech comes in. Yeah, then. But the biggest question in their mind is, how? How? How do you solve all of those problems? Don't just get up on stage and say, I got all these problems and everything's so horrible and awful and disgusting. Unless you've got a way to say, and here's how I solve them. If you can't solve your problems that you're going to mention, don't mention them. Only bring up problems when you're in your speech that talking about things that you've actually solved or know how to solve. Reliability well, things that you have solved. How? How did you solve those problems? So anybody can talk about problems. Buddhists say life is suffering. So if you get up, get up on stage and talk about your suffering, you just, sure, you can go on and do that forever. It doesn't help your audience. They suffer too. The difference, ideally, between you and your audience is you found a way to solve that problem that your audience hasn't or isn't aware of. That's the whole point. So how? How did you solve it? Once you get to the then, it's how. How did you solve that? Making it really clear, clear to your audience, this is how you solve it. Had this problem, then here's how I solved it. And that's a big deal. Once you explain how you solved it, your audience thinks, okay, yeah, great. Solve the problem. But there's still something else your audience wants to hear. All right? You covered the background. You covered all the problems, all the difficulties, all the horrible things that went on in your early life, in your situation. Somehow just a lot of bad conflicts and problems and all sorts of different things then that you had. Let's get it. Then you move into how. Here's how I solved them. Here's how I took all those problems and all these things and I solved them. This is the method I used. It's a great method. Here's how to do it. Here it is, laid out in front of you, very simple, very easy. One step, ideally, one thing you can do to make your life better, boom. That's how I did it. And some speakers think, okay, that's it. You had a problem, you solved it, boom, you're done. That's it. Two parts. And maybe you've heard those speeches. You thought, okay, that's how they solved it. But you felt that something's missing. Maybe you've given that speech. You thought, okay, yeah, 
That's the problem. Here's how I solve it. And maybe up until now you thought, that's all I really need. That's it. And you've been giving these speeches, then how, then how, then how, then how. But there's still something missing. Okay. Yeah, you say you solved it, but did you really? Did you really solve it? I mean, that's the question that's going to come up in your audience's mind. They say, yeah, you have these problems, or it's one problem, and you did one thing, and this is how you said you solved it, but did you really solve it? Now, I hear you say you solved it, but how do I know? How did anybody claim, oh, I solved that problem? Yeah, sure, a problem solved. Done. Gone. Forget about it. But how do I know? Which tells you there's something missing from your speech. Then and now, fine. Then and how, fine. But something missing. Then there's a problem. Here's how I solved it. And a thing is missing, which <laughs> I briefly hinted at there, is now. Now. Then I had these problems. Here's how I solved it. Here's now what's going on in my life where I use all these great, this great method to solve my problem, and here's how much better my life is. That's what's missing. If you just do, then, here's the problem, how I solved it. Okay, yeah. But how does your audience know you actually solved it? By showing them the great life you're having now, in the now, by using the techniques that you apply. By applying the how, here's what a great now I have. I used to do things this way, it was a problem, here's how I solved that problem, now everything is much better. Now has to be there. Because now is your proof. Now is your proof that the how actually works. Because I knew it. And it does good things, and I know it. That's how you prove it. These are all the benefits I've gotten from doing exactly what I'm telling you. Now. Because now we'll say that, oh yeah, not only is it a great idea, but it's what I'm applying, it's what I'm using. Without the now, you just got, eh, problem, solution, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. With the now, the solution works. Here it is. It's all its glory. Here's the solution. Those are the three parts. The challenge with speech is to figure out how to take all the stuff going on in the speech and arrange it into something that, that makes sense. Well, the first step is to make sure you understand then. Then. What happened? What are all the problems? What are all the difficulties? What's all the things going on? What are the challenges you faced? were really significant difficulties in your life. That then should be difficult. 
Then I was having problems. Then I didn't know what to do. Then I couldn't figure things out. And that conflict should grow and build and be as difficult and challenging as possible. Ideally, it relates to your audience. They think, yeah, I, I relate to those problems. Those problems you're having, you had, yeah. I got the same sort of problems. Then relate directly with the audience. They get it. Your then relates to the audience's then. Yeah, that's kind of the way I used to be, too. That's kind of the way I am now. That's what your audience is thinking. Yeah, I, I am that way, the way you talk about in the past. So that's a then. And then, how? Okay, these are all the problems I'm having. Here's how I solved it. Here's the how. Something simple, relatable, they get it, they understand it. That's how. I had a problem, here's how I solved the problem. You have a problem you can't solve, don't talk about it. Talk about problems you have solved, problems you can solve, problems you are solving. How? Because then your audience start thinking, wait a minute, maybe I can do what you're doing. Maybe I can do exactly what you're doing, because that might work for me. Here's how you did it. I get it, I understand that. Okay. But don't stop there. Once you know how, the audience knows how you solve it, then you got to say, okay, now. Here's how my life is now. So much better than it was then because this is how I solved it. This is now how my things are much better. Everything is better, I'm brighter, stronger, whatever. Uh, now should be so much better because of that one technique method you're using to solve the problems of then. Then how? Now. Now I get it. Now things fall into place. Now I've got a better life. Now I'm more confident. Now I'm more certain of myself. Now I've saved time and money. Now my life is better. Now I, I look better. I feel better. People look at me in a more confident and assertive way. I am more confident and assertive. Now things are good. And so that's it. It's then, how, and now. Then, how, and now. When you start doing things in that order, you notice your audience really connects with you on the problems. They're there. Yeah, they get it. And then when you come out and you solve that problem, because your audience is the same problem you have. You know it's sympathetic on that problem. But then you solve that problem, Wow, your audience thinks, whoa, that would solve my problem. But would it work? And then you explain what a great life you're having, how things are really working out for you. Boy, your audience is then on your side. And they're saying, yeah, this is an interesting idea. I'm thinking about it, thinking about it. Now, you still have to you know, directly tell your audience that this is what you need to do. The actual selling to your audience. But just the fact that you mentioned that you've been doing it and it works for you reassures your audience from the get-go that this could be something they can look into. Something that probably will help them. Probably will help them and make things better in their life.
make things better for them. And when you do that, and you really deliver it, and your speech comes together, and you see your audience start to get it, or better yet, your audience comes to say, man, I took the, your advice. It was so great, so wonderful. Thank you for that. That's when you know your speech is all coming together. So you really want to connect with your audience, try to figure out how to put all the pieces of your speech together. Remember, then, how, and now.